0: Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, January 24th. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. Texas A&M has selected Turnkey ZRG to assist in its AD search, per College AD. Also per College AD, Florida Gulf Coast will begin interviewing AD candidates in mid-February. The Mercury News' John Wilner identifies six AD candidates to watch for the opening at Arizona State. They include connecticut ad david benedict washington state ad pat chun usopc chief of sport and athlete services rocky harris fresno state ad terry toomey san diego state ad jd wicker and candidate x wilner on wicker asu needs the most inside the box hire possible someone with a lifetime of experience in college sports and contacts across the country wicker who has worked for washington state and georgia to name two stops fits the model However, Wilner describes candidate X by explaining this final spot on our list is reserved for the nameless, faceless candidate so far outside the box that he or she would be an outlandish, inconceivable hire for any other school. But with Michael Crow, you simply never know. Wilner gives Arizona the same treatment and identifies the following six potential candidates, UTSA A.D. Lisa Campos, Boise State A.D. Jeremiah Dickey, Utah A.D. Mark Harlan, Villanova A.D. Mark Jackson, New Mexico A.D. Eddie Nunez, and Nevada A.D. Stephanie Rempa. Wilner on Harlan, he's an Arizona graduate who worked in both the athletic department and for Central Campus, in fundraising and he has a strong relationship with new football coach Brent Brennan from their time together at San Jose State two decades ago. The hotline is skeptical of Harlan's willingness to make the jump, but he should be Arizona's first call. Iowa held an introductory press conference for freshly minted A.D. Beth Goetz, who talked about ensuring the Hawkeyes stay competitive in the evolving landscape. Getz says it's important to ensure student-athletes have a voice and understand the university recognizes the value they bring. Whether that means increased NIL benefits, increased benefits overall, obviously there are a lot of moving pieces. We've got a great relationship with the Swarm Collective and within the parameters of the rules the NCA has right now, but we're going to continue to evolve. We want to be creative and nimble and do all that while protecting what's most sacred. On potential upgrades to Carver Hawkeye Arena, Getz explains the feasibility study began six months ago, and the department is close to being able to have some focus groups with more significant input. Loyola Marymount will discontinue its men's cross-country, men's rowing, men's track and field, women's rowing, women's swimming and women's track and field programs at the conclusion of this season. Lions AD Craig Pinten stating, We realize that this is unexpected and unsettling news, and I'd like to explain a few considerations about how and why we arrived at this difficult decision. LMU currently offers 20 sports programs with more than 400 student-athletes, the most in the West Coast Conference. Our goal is to provide the best student-athlete experience possible, and we are better positioned to achieve our objectives when we concentrate our finite resources on fewer programs. These changes also reflect the realities of the transformational changes impacting college athletics nationally. This is undoubtedly a challenging time for many within our community, but I am confident that this is the best decision to move LMU athletics forward. DePaul AD Dwayne Peavy talks about his coming men's basketball leadership decision, says he's not a first-time AD anymore, adding, if the school is going to invest at a high level, the expectations are expected to rise, as well. I came here to win. I didn't leave Kentucky to be in last place or struggling through seasons. I didn't just need another job, there are some factors working in Peavy's favor this time, as the Chicago Sun-Times Steve Greenberg points out, he has the opportunity to interview candidates in person, which wasn't possible during the throes of the COVID-19 pandemic. He expects to have, pending approval from the school's president and board of trustees, a coaching budget that will be taken seriously in the industry. He has an on-campus practice facility in the works and NIL efforts that at least are off the ground, if still far from competitive in the Big East. In short, Peavy has a fighting chance to get it right at a school whose men's basketball reality has been unutterably bleak since it last made the NCAA tournament in 2004. Data analyst Tony Altamore examines Nielsen data from 2016 to 23 and finds that 50% of FBS TV viewership is concentrated among just 18 teams while the 71 schools who rank the lowest in viewership comprise 53% of FBS. The 18 teams include Alabama, Michigan, Georgia, Ohio State, Auburn, Notre Dame, Wisconsin, Penn State, Oregon, Texas, Oklahoma, LSU, Florida, Florida State, Tennessee, USC, Washington and Clemson. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T and 5 for Wednesday, January 24. We'll see you back here this afternoon.